Welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Uh, today I want to revisit a topic that I've talked about many times before. And this is an episode I was going to do at some point. There's, there isn't any particular like time frame that I need to do this type of episode. I want to talk about the Snyderverse. I want to talk about Warner Brothers. Yes, I'm going down that rabbit hole again because I want to. And because there's there's just... Too many things are still left unanswered. I, I, I still have unanswered questions. And I'm sure those of you who've been campaigning for the Restore the Snyderverse. Or those of you who wanted to see the Snyder Cut. Those of you who've been campaigning for the Aya Cut. Um, you'll probably understand why I'm doing this particular episode. I've not even figure out, figured out what I'm going to call this episode yet. But I'll, I'll do that once I finish recording this episode. Um, so what sparked my immediate need to record this episode i've just seen a tweet that's come out this isn't from some random person on the internet this is from somebody very very important this guy is called jason uh kylar i think that's how you say his name and this person is the warner media ceo so he's a he's you know very important and i just can't sort of shake what he's just tweeted and I'm not, I'm not judging him for tweeting this it's just interesting and I just want to I want to attach this tweet to a topic that I've been meaning to talk about for some time but I wanted to just do the episode at some point but that point is now so this person this Jason person tweeted out and he said uh, this was literally about an hour ago at the time of recording but i've only just seen it now he said look up the words and then quotes happy place end quote in the dictionary and i would not be surprised if there was a picture of the warner brothers archives this absolute treasure of a place has so much under the storytelling sun including this row of you know normal looking cars and it's basically this um uh, I think it's on the Warner Brothers studio tour, which I've never been on, and it's got a bunch of the Batmobiles. It's got the uh, it's got the Ben Affleck, but the Ben Affleck one there as well, uh, and it's got a bunch of the others. Uh, it's even got the animated one <clears throat> that's that's in there. These are all sort of obviously models and that kind of stuff for what they've got. And I just thought it was interesting, and I did reply to this this. Uh, this person and i'm gonna i might as well read out my own tweet it's public anyway so it's not like i'm not not i'm not hiding anything right but just in case some of you don't follow us on twitter or you don't have twitter and you're curious as to what i tweeted so referencing him saying this is a happy place i didn't mean anything bad by this i was just stating my opinion and i wasn't attacking anybody or anything like that and i said on twitter in reply to him he's not going to reply back but i just thought i would put the tweet in there and i said it doesn't have any warner brothers executives in there though so in this quote-unquote happy place um so it doesn't have any warner brothers executives in there you know the ones that killed the snyderverse a few days after the snyder cut um after a few days uh of release i've mistyped what i've meant to put there but uh essentially saying the ones that killed the snyderverse after a few days of release 
And then I put not such a happy place. So I'm not attacking anybody. I'm not trying to offend anybody. I'm just stating that he's trying to say that this is a happy place. And I'm saying, well, that happy place probably doesn't have any Warner Brothers executives that have been making multiple bad decisions over, well, since 2017, basically, when they decided to, quite frankly, shit out the two-hour mess that was the Justice League, uh, 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 Joss Whedon's Justice League, that was the start of a very bad string of decisions. There's been some good decisions in that time as well, but mostly, in my opinion, bad decisions. Um, So that's just what I'm trying to say with that. I'm not trying to be rude, I'm not trying to be offensive, I'm just trying to say, you know, it put this, this happy place doesn't probably have any Warner Brothers executives in there because those Warner Brothers executives have made a lot of people unhappy by doing what I stated there, which is killing the Snyderverse literally a few days after uh, its release. Um, So I know people don't like when... It, other people, not just me, but other people compare the DCEU to the MCU, but I'm going to do it in a second, and I'm going to give a very particular example, so I'm not just going to sit here and rant and rave for 20 minutes about why the MCU is better than the DCEU. If you like the DCEU more than the MCU, you're very welcome to think that. Um, I disagree with you very, very much, but you're more than welcome to think that. But I want to turn your attention to, excuse me, a particular scene. Uh, I will tell you what the scene is in a minute. But I've got to compare this scene to one that we had in the Snyder Cut. And it's going to be for the ending of the film. So if you haven't actually seen Zack Snyder's Justice League. I'm going to spoil the ending of the film. Not that that ending will get res- uh, resolved anytime soon. So I wouldn't worry about that. Um, so at the end of Zack Snyder's Justice League. One of the many things that happens. There's a lot of things that happened in the end of Zack Snyder's Justice League. But one of the things that happens at the end of that film is Steppenwolf gets uh, beheaded by Wonder Woman and his head is thrown through a portal and on the other side of that portal Darkseid is waiting. Uh, Steppenwolf's head falls by Darkseid's feet. He puts his foot on his head and he squashes it and he looks through this portal back at the Justice League which has got Superman there in the black suit and all that kind of stuff. It's a very very cool scene. And it's a tease, it's a cliffhanger of, okay, Steppenwolf is done, next up is Darkseid. That's great, that's a fantastic tease of a next part of a story, but the problem we have there is the problem that I just mentioned, which is that uh, the Snyder Cut came out on a Thursday, and on Sunday an interview came out, and it was said in the interview, will you be continuing with Zack Snyder's Snyderverse or Justice League 2? And it was just, no, we're going to go in a different direction. So immediately you've killed, after a few, not even a week, a few days after the release of the Snyder Cut, you have killed all of the momentum for this film. And for the whole Snyder universe, the Snyderverse. So not only for Zack Snyder's Justice League... But for the Snyderverse itself, you've killed all of the momentum for that film. And the other thing that was stated in that interview is, uh, okay, are we going to see uh, David Ayer's Suicide Squad, which is called the Ayer Cut? And it was, no, we're not going to see that, basically. Which is in the same, from what I understand, is in the same state that the Snyder Cut was uh, in before it got released. Which is, it's been shot and filmed. 
but it hasn't been put together. But then they could give that the same treatment. They could bring David Ayer back and let him finish the special effects and, you know, sound editing, all that kind of stuff. But no, they decided not to do that. And that was, of course, going to be the proper part of uh, the Snyderverse as well. But they just wanted to just kill the thing off a few days after release uh, which is a decision to this day that I will never understand until somebody gives me an answer but I'm very unlikely to get an answer and I don't kind of expect one at this point. I want to turn your attention to a scene this is the post credit scene of Avengers Age of Ultron which is the second Avengers film we have four Avengers films which is Avengers then Age of Ultron uh, oh, um, Age of Ultron then Infinity War and then Endgame. Um, now this scene uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna describe it and then I'm gonna play the scene so you can actually hear it for yourself. This scene uh, involves Thanos. Uh, this is after, of course, Ultron's been defeated, and it's teasing the next Avengers film. So similar thing, you know, you've got a dark side cliffhanger that teases a Justice League two that wasn't entirely on the cards at the time. We didn't know, but like I just said, Warner Brothers killed that off after a few days and that was teasing the next justice league film this post credit scene is teasing the next avengers villain so the next avengers film we all knew that thanos was going to be the main villain in infinity war and this post credit scene um shows that the tease for the character of thanos i think we'd seen him in a couple of little post-credit scenes. But there's something particular that happened in this scene before. And he... Uh, Ultron's been defeated. Thanos walks into a room. He picks up his Infinity Gauntlet. Which at the time is empty. It doesn't have any stones on it. He picks it up. And he says, fine, I'll do it myself. As if to say, you know, Loki failed in the first film. Um, and then... Ultron's failed in this film so fine it's up to me I'll go and take on the Avengers myself teasing the next Avengers film which of course we did get and we had Thanos's story complete so let me just um I don't have this downloaded I have this streaming off of YouTube so it might lag a little bit so ex apologies if that does happen I just want to play the particular scene so you can hear it for yourself Should we play that one more time? I feel like we should play that one more time. It's very cool. I'm going to play it one more time. Fine. I'll do it myself. So cool. It's, it's so cool, isn't it? It's so subtle and... Hi there and thanks very much for listening. Today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links. The first of which is our Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you anything extra. So whether you're get getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both depending on the occasion. We can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra. You can find the link to our Amazon affiliate link in your show notes. The second affiliate link for today 
is our Kualu affiliate link. If you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice, you can simply sign up with Kualu using the link in the show notes. They also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well. So if you need help with getting set up, Kualu will be able to help you with that as well. The links for both of these can be found in your show notes for Kualu and the Amazon affiliate link. If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month. So one TV show or film review per month. It's up to you which one you want to choose. We will watch a few episodes of the TV show that you choose. Or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film and we will review that for you on that month and then when it gets to the next month you can request a new TV show or a film review of your choice that's $3 level tier that does also of course include your ad free podcasts for the month as well thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show yeah it's it's very simple but it's like oh shit Thanos is here kind of thing and he's going to be you know taking on the Avengers uh, which we knew Thanos was kind of on his way but this is a sort of like it's just the way he picks this thing up and he's like I've got my weapon I'll do it myself and you know that his next objective or next mission or whatever you know next thing to do is to get those stones which of course is the plot or part of the plot of Infinity War it's a great little setup now the comparison I want to make here is imagine you go to the cinema in 2015 you see Avengers Age of Ultron you see Ultron get defeated you see this post credit scene and let's say what day the films usually come out a Friday. Let, let's say it's a Friday night release, you know, weekend box office kind of thing. Let's say a Tuesday comes around. So a few, a few days, a few days later. And let's say that some publication, some sort of magazine, some it, some somebody interviews Kevin Feige, right? And let's say that he gives him a question and says, hey, we just saw this, you know, of course, it would be spoilers for spoiler warning in the article or in the interview for Avengers Age of Ultron. And the interviewer would say, you know, hey, we just saw Avengers Age of Ultron, Thanos getting revealed. You know, what can we expect to see from Infinity War? Not expecting kevin to reveal the whole plot but just just give a little tease give a little bit of excitement you know say something about uh, avengers infinity war imagine then and this didn't happen obviously this is a hypothetical i'm just comparing the situations if they were the same imagine kevin feige turns around and says oh no we're not doing uh, avengers infinity war we're uh we're gonna do just something else imagine if that happened just just put your just put your mind to that and I know at that point the MCU had had more films than what the DCEU did but just imagine yeah just imagine if Kevin if the, if that same thing happened I'm using Kevin Feige as an example because he's the head of uh, Marvel Studios um and he's like you know the brains behind 
what's kind of going on and whatever. Imagine that that happened, right? The MCU basically gets cancelled in, in, in a way. And Kevin says, like, oh, no, you're not going to see uh, Thanos again. You're, you're going to, we're, we're going to, we're, we're going in a different direction. We're doing whatever it would be, you know, disconnected thing. We're just, we're, you're not going to see Thanos again. Just imagine if that happened. Um, and it's just, yeah. I just can't sort of shake that, um, the idea of that situation and comparing it to the real situation which is or the real situation on both sides which is where the MCU carried on they had the two big films with Thanos the story was told and it was excellent it was it created cinematic history um especially with some of the events of well the events of both films really Infinity War and Endgame but yeah, imagine you get a similar cliffhanger. Thanos picks up the gauntlet. I'll do it myself. Awesome. Can't wait to see Thanos in uh, Infinity War. And then a few days later, interview comes out. Kevin Feige says the whole thing's cancelled. And then basically from Infinity War... Or not, no, from Age of Ultron onwards, you get no more... No, no, no more MCU. You still get Marvel... <clears throat> you still get Marvel films. But they would be different. Um... How wild would that be? How disappointing would that have been? But that disappointment and that sort of confusion is is just my feeling on not just the fact that obviously it was all the way back in March, you know, that the Snyderverse was killed. Um Yeah. It's just it's just strange to, to it's just strange and interesting to me to kind of think of it in that way and to compare both situations and I know some of you are going to be like oh why are you comparing DC and Marvel can't you just enjoy both yeah I very much try to enjoy both sometimes it's difficult to enjoy what DC is doing especially in the last year with the TV side of things um I want to enjoy both I want both to be in my opinion considered on an even playing field and they can be um you very much got a situation I think I was explaining this to a friend the other day you very much got a situation where DC's got access to some of the best characters in the world. Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, The Flash, you know, the rest of you, all the Justice League. Cyborg is much more interesting after uh, the Snyder Cut. Uh, Aquaman was better when Jason Momoa took over the role. You've got, and with that Justice League cast, you've got, a, I mean, I have some question marks maybe about Ray Fisher his version of that character was better in uh, in the Snyder Cut um, but that cast is amazing and I know that obviously there was the separate issue with Ben Affleck but you have Robert Pattinson's Batman um, you're actually going to have three different people playing Batman next year so um, and like Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman and Henry Cavill as Superman and it's like um, you know why can't you just why can't you do something better with these characters and I mean I'm not going to get into all the Henry Cavill stuff here but like yeah just 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 the inability to get him back is astounding as well and that that does very much connect to this because he was going to be part of the Snyderverse 
stories. But you've basically got a situation here where you've got a very, very good IP, a very, very strong IP in DC itself. This isn't a DC problem, though, because there's nothing wrong with the characters of Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Flash, Cyborg, Aquaman. You know, there's nothing wrong with those characters. It's the people who are in charge of those characters who are making the bad choices. Um, which is why I pointed out that very kind of interesting tweet from uh, the the, uh, the 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 CEO that I pointed out a, a few minutes ago. Um, yeah, I just wanted to I just wanted to bring this up and kind of you know connect that tweet to the situation. And you know, there's other there's other there's lots of other things as well. Like the Ray Fisher situation is disgusting, and him being removed from the Flash and. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't blame Sasha Cully for taking on the role of Supergirl, but Supergirl was clearly a replacement for Cyborg. And then you're kind of sticking in this sort of, oh, look, we got Michael Keaton back. Yeah, we kind of treated Ray Fisher like crap and removed him from the film. But hey, Michael Keaton's back as Batman. You guys like him, right? <laughs> and then like, oh, yeah, this Batman who was uh, part of the Snyderverse thing that we killed, he's in this and he's probably going to like not be in it after this um yeah it's it's just i just can't get my head around it i just can't but then yeah and the fun you know the really funny thing about this as well how many things has um because D- disney obviously who started this whole mcu thing and they brought marvel and did all that when they started this in 2008, they didn't even have access to all their characters. Couldn't do an X-Men film, couldn't do a Spider-Man film, couldn't do a Fantastic Four film. I mean, films, those other films happened afterwards, like the Andrew Garfield ones, I think. And uh, we got like a couple of Fantastic Four films and some X-Men films. But they weren't connected to the MCU. Um, maybe some of those characters could be in the future, like if they if they did manage to bring some of those X-Men characters back or whatever. Um, Because there's maybe some things that you could do with those characters, but DC didn't doesn't Warner Brothers doesn't have that issue. Um, When they started the DCEU in 2013, um, they had access to all their characters, so they've literally just had no excuses. Uh, And it's like, just yeah, just what what are you doing, and why are you making these decisions, and why did you kill this cliffhanger thing? Because um, although we didn't think that the Snyder, Snyder Cut was going to happen, I don't think that we're going to... Because I'll make these two predictions right now, and I'll very confidently make these predictions. If there isn't a cameo with Henry Cavill in Black Adam, because that is a possibility. By the way, if that happens, that's an insult to the character of Superman. I'll explain that in a second. Um, But... In terms of bringing Henry Henry Cavill back for like a proper return, like a solo film, like Superman deserves, his own leading solo film, I don't think you're seeing Henry Cavill in that suit properly again. Um, Because I think if he is in Black Adam, that could very much be a Ben Ben Affleck-style send-off like you're going to have in The Flash uh, with with Ben Affleck. Um, And I don't think think we're ever seeing Justice League 2. All the all the Aya cut, all the Ben Affleck film, um, and you know we'll be eventually. T- you know, time will pass. A few years will go, and we'll all kind of move on. But it's just this is all still very fresh, still. 
And uh, there's still some things to be discussed, like the cliffhanger comparison that I talked about. Um, but yeah, I don't think you're seeing. I don't think you're going to see the Snyderverse continue. So whether that's like Man of Steel two, Justice League two, the Cyborg, that Cyborg film ain't happening, is it? Uh, ben Affleck film, Air Cut. I don't think any of those things are happening. And let me just go back to what I said a minute ago about the insulting the character of Superman. So there's this rumor of I think at the moment that because we got the uh, the uh, Black Adam film coming up with uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, looking forward to seeing him as Black Adam. I I, I like Dwayne Johnson as an actor. It'd be cool to see him play a DC character. That would be cool. I'll give it the benefit of the doubt. And he's had like you know a, a lot of influence over that film. So he's not just an actor in there. I think he's he's had a bit more influence as well. Um, but. If you're telling me that since 2013 we've not had a Man of Steel 2, which was 8 years ago, almost 9 years ago. And you're telling me that since then there's been no opportunity to, over over all those years, to bring Henry Cavill back for an actual Man of Steel 2. So you're telling me that that can't happen, or that hasn't happened. But you're going to downgrade Superman as a character to a cameo appearance and not just any cameo appearance a cameo appearance in a film for a character that the general public wouldn't know who Black Adam is if I went and asked like my neighbours or my you know my mum and dad or whatever do they know who Black Adam is they probably wouldn't if I asked them who the, do they know who Superman is probably yeah they probably know who Superman is if I go back to my cleaning job early next year and I asked the workers and the teachers do you know who Black Adam is probably not maybe some of them are are DC fans um there's there is this one teacher who's like quite into pop culture stuff he might know who Black Adam is but your general audience isn't going to know who Black Adam is so you're telling me Superman's worth to to you is okay we can't bring this character back for whatever particular reason I can't think of a valid reason we can't bring this character back for a solo sequel film, whether it's an actual Man of Steel 2, like a sequel, or just a, here's another solo story with Henry Cavill Superman, I, I, either one of those things, you're telling me you can't do that, but what, what you can do is degrade Superman to a cameo character, one of the biggest characters in the world, one of the most popular, one of the most loved characters in the world, Superman, is you're telling me his worth is to make a cameo in appearance for a character that isn't in the public eye basically that's that's superman to warner brothers and i know that yes he's got his own lead tv show and there's these other two like uh there's the other uh kal-el film in development and there's the michael b jordan thing with calvin ellis that's fine i'm just talking about henry cavill's uh superman that's what you're telling me that that character's worth is a cameo appearance in a film for a character that your general audience won't really start noticing or knowing about much until you start doing trailers and things. I mean, the the only smart part from that from Warner Brothers is to cast Dwayne The Rock Johnson because he is obviously a well-known figure, a public figure, and that's they're trying to do the Jason Momoa thing again. And I do give them a little bit of credit for that. For like, hey, this character that our audience like isn't really familiar with, let's cast somebody really well known, Jason Momoa for Aquaman, and Dwayne the Rock Johnson for Black Adam. But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about the fundamental character of Black Adam. Um, 
being a very very small character um and superman's value to you is a cameo appearance in that film if that even happens if that even happens i'm gonna go on a limb and say because there are some rumors about him being in the flash i don't really believe that um if he doesn't show up in black adam as a cameo we won't see henry cavill back in the suit as superman i'm probably going to need to publish this episode today now just just in case any news of that comes out uh between uh now and because i was going to schedule this episode for like a few days later to fit in with our uh christmas schedule but uh I, I should probably publish this today just in case any other news comes out uh which i very much doubt it but you never know you never know um anyway i've gone on long enough about all this i still don't know what i'm going to even call this episode i guess just something um but uh yeah lots lots to uh lots to digest from all that but the main thing i just wanted to point out was like warner brothers executives this whole cliffhanger thing cliffhanger comparison this whole like oh here's your happy place and hey ben affleck's batmobile was in here and you'll probably never see him after the flash and yeah it's just i don't understand the warner brothers decision making i just don't understand it if somebody can help me to understand it you're welcome to but i don't so anyway uh that's enough from me if you have any thoughts feelings questions comments i'm sure that you possibly do uh matthew at entertainmenttalk.org twitter etalk uk there's a contact page and information in your show notes you can also click on the um uh if you're listening on the website version of this episode you can scroll down a little bit email boxes there uh put your email message in you can send me the message that way as well uh, there's also a clickable email link you can copy and paste it or click on the email link there and you can get sent those episodes as well uh you can find everything else that we do on entertainmenttalk.org tv video games film manchester united podcasts um <clears throat> so uh get involved over there you can spread the word of mouth all that kind of stuff social media word of mouth let other people know about what we do um for your tv and film news for uh if you want any news on uh the ongoings of dc and marvel david's got geek town of course geektown.co.uk and geek town radio uh you can also of course support entertainment talk through patreon one dollar three dollar level tiers check that out as well if you want to and uh, that's for ad free podcast review options bex is still streaming regularly over on twitch trista bites as uh, trista b-y-t-e-s go and give her a follow over there uh, she's got a christmas schedule out you can find her on lots of different platforms just search for trista b-y-t-e-s twitch youtube twitter all that kind of stuff uh, and on twitch as well can find me streaming Pez Coach Mode that returns next year, uh, eTalk UK on Twitch. And if you've missed any of those episodes or any other like game clips that I've got, uh, YouTube <coughs> Entertainment Talk plays. Alright, that's enough. Uh, thanks very much for listening. And I'll see you next time. Goodbye. <laughs>